0: Okay, this is Fuse Box number 138, Viralocity, and you may have just reached escape velocity,
1: but are slightly impeded by an oncoming train. A glorious and uh, viral-free greeting to you all, friends. And uh, indeed, welcome into this, the 138th edition of Fusebox, entitled Viralocity. And uh, many meanings for this one, and we shall explore them all in a moment. But first, just to keep the record straight and the air minty fresh, I'm your faster-than-light-but-slower-than-a-guilty-verdict-in-the-Senate host... Mark Rose, and uh, joining me, over there, amidst the blinking bells and the uh, honking lights, is uh, the Reverend of Relays himself, Milt Keynes. Everybody,
0: thank you kindly. So I guess uh, we have another uh, pandemic panic.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. It's, uh, and it's definitely not to be uh, kidded around with. But, <laughs> but I, I don't know what it is, but we seem to have, well, the news media certainly does, a fascination with uh, the, the pandemic potentials. In this society, every damn third movie these days uh, starts with the uh, synopsis. You know, in a post-apocalyptic society, uh, after a great plague, a big war, or invasion of the giant mantis aliens.
0: Well, no, that one's real.
1: Y- remember SARS?
0: Yeah, that's what this latest coronavirus thing is, right?
1: Well, y- yeah, yeah, severe acute respiratory syndrome. Yes, it's a, it's a it's a cousin to that thing. But uh, interestingly. Uh, they're not using that acronym to describe the latest blast, right? At least not in the in the the vast public disclosures. It's it's uh it's just called a coronavirus, and there are many of those. Uh, it might have been called the Wuhan variant. Hmm. Sounds like a Robert Ludlum book, doesn't it? One man on a timeless quest for nasal relief. <laughs> this time he had to get it right. Well, I don't know here. Is this the one He The wrong choice could mean eternal suffering. Oh, my. The Wuhan variant. Coming to a nasal passage near
0: you. So, uh, few folks have died. From this latest
1: one Yeah, there have been over uh, I guess well over now 3,000 reported cases And uh, uh, more than 60-some deaths so far Mostly in China, I believe
0: Yeah, let's see um, UPI reports that the rush to buy face masks Is heating up But uh, not really needed yet
1: Well, you know, here's the thing the The truth is That uh, each year, when we're not having a pandemic, um, about 300 deaths are attributed to influenza.
0: What? Man, I'm seeing numbers like uh, 3,000 to as high as half a million in one case.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's why. (laughs) It's extremely difficult to separate uh, flu-like symptoms from the actual flu, And most data that is uh, accurate is collected from the death certificates that uh, attribute influenza as the direct cause of death. So, you know, without lab tests, it's nearly impossible to certify the actual cases. So many times, illnesses that uh, present as flu-like can be lumped in with those actually certified as a uh, flu-related death. Hence, the numbers go through the roof.
0: Yeah, I'm sure the news media at times would just leap at the biggest number to grab
1: eyes Well, yeah um, And and at times that, that really is the case <laughs> Remember the chicken flu? Oh, yeah Well, and, and, and believe me, it's not to dismiss the seriousness of the illness But uh, you just really have to put all of this into a uh, perspective Understand that about 35,000 people die in automobile accidents each year as well.
0: So, um, if they died in a flaming car wreck while having a flu, is that like extra points?
1: The mind boggles at the possibilities there, Mr. Keynes. There was a reported case in, uh, Washington State, which is not far from us here in Oregon, but, uh, I don't believe it was fatal, and there, at least at the time that we're recording this, uh, none have been re- reported in the uh, state of Oregon here. Uh, it can be treated, uh, but, you know, again, if, if you have a condition of uh, compromised immune system or something like that, you might be more uh, susceptible to this, but it's not a plague. As some will uh, no doubt try to make it
0: now, A lot of these things can be uh, prevented from a vaccine, yeah? Uh,
1: well, some You know, I, I'm, I'm not so sure about the uh, more virulent forms of this virus, though It's really mixed on the vaccine front um, As on occasion, it uh, actually can make a person more sick As opposed to just getting the damn flu
0: well, you know, there is also the idea that some of these uh, vaccines might have other stuff in there, like behavior modifiers and shit.
1: Yes, I've heard that, but I, I can't say for sure. But I'll tell you what, uh, Mr. Keynes, next time I have access to one of those vaccines, I'll just run a quick chemical
0: scan. Just saying.
1: Just good to keep our eyes wide open on this front, friends, as as we don't know what the thing will bloom into for uh, or for how long. The uh, cases in China are going to be heavy, probably, due to uh, population density there. But uh, as, the, as they said in some uh, report I read a while back, that uh, there have been like 23 countries have reported uh, cases of this thing as well. So it's going to be... Uh, a contagious mess for a while But we, we just need to to uh, uh, keep a grounded perspective on it It's uh, not the plague
0: No, we already got one of those It's called stupidity And it seems to be infecting the minds of the GOP
1: Yes, and I think the only treatment for that is uh, found in the voting booth
0: Pine sent it I like that <laughs> TheFuseBoxShow.com From PR News in Washington, I'm an oddball because I'm hacking government computer systems. <sighs> President Donald Trump did indeed interfere in the 2016 presidential election.
1: President Trump is a poot-poot-putin.
0: Trump now says he spoke. Trump also says aggressively. Last week, the president's intelligence chief warned that,
1: quote, PR News, Washington, again. President Trump must have something on President Trump.
0: In other news, many scientists are alarmed by the major league stars for the all-star game. Star Washington, Star Texas, Star Teenager. So, uh, PR News has been declining in popularity, especially among younger fans. Uh, many scientists and doctors agree. Uh, on Capitol Hill, the Republican leadership says Trump, 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 Trump Trump. Trump 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 the Dow 55, around Jupiter. The team of astronomers say this is PR. The nearly
1: historic and also famous Fernande Nende Lemur, friends. And uh, you should check out his bounty of insanity at archive.org. It's fun.
0: Oh, and uh, just to follow up for a second on this uh, virus thing, you know who else is going to be hit hard?
1: Oh, do tell. The liquor industry <laughs> Really? Man, I'd, uh, I'd think people would be drinking more to fight off the contagions
0: Yeah, they would If they could get
1: it Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I see where you're going
0: Yeah, so uh, according to U.S. News uh, The the liquor industry expects a big kick to the profit sack Because of the uh, China deal Last time this happened in uh, 2003 during the SARS thing, Diageo, the world's largest distributor of spirits, saw a 23% dip in profits during that cycle. For, for a company as big as they are, 23% is bad news, man.
1: Yeah, it can't be a good thing.
0: Of course, they sprang back afterwards, of course. Uh,
1: China makes up how much of their market?
0: Uh, Only about 5%, it turns out. Uh, Remy Martin, the other big player, says that China makes up about 20% of their market
1: Yeah, that's a uh, that's a significant number I mean, if you can't get stuff delivered because of a quarantine situation Then uh, you're going to have some tough times The other
0: thing to bear in mind here is that the uh, market size in 2003 was considerably smaller then So uh, their actual hit may be bigger
1: this time Yeah, good times mm,
0: Good times
1: Well You know, there is another aspect of uh, virulosity that needs to be addressed, and uh, that is, (laughs) probably the more obvious one, the speed by which information, or most notably, disinformation, can travel. Uh, People's careers have been destroyed from a single
0: tweet. Or some asshole's remark can start a riot Indeed,
1: yeah, I mean, uh, you know, and uh, case in point Some alt-right groups have used uh, that very technique To uh, incite violence or at least uh, stir the waters for it Uh, A smear campaign can be devised and then propagated so much more quickly now Due to uh, all of the social media interconnectedness
0: yeah, this is kind of why I resist it to be
1: true. The vile smear campaigns leveled at you, Mr. Kane?
0: Oh hell no! I welcome that. <laughs> it's the other crap. The Tom just made a tuna sandwich. Alert, or poke, or whatever the hell it is, <laughs> popping up every damn second.
1: <laughs> well, you know you can turn that stuff off, right?
0: Yes, I can by not going there at all. <laughs>
1: Well, that's one way to do it, I suppose. Um, a- a- along the same lines of this uh, alertiness, mint, and the uh, the speed of information in our modern society, is uh, these damnable home bots, actually surveillance devices masquerading as helpful personal assistance.
0: Oh, you're talking uh, Alexa and whatever the hell the Google
1: one is. Called. Yes, that you know what. They should just call it eavesdrop, (laughs) as that's what it is, and that's what's happening, friends. You know, we talked about this uh, phenomenon once before on a show or nine uh, back, but uh, recently, an article in USA Today by a chap named Jefferson Graham did a little digging into what we were talking about uh, back then on that show, that these uh, assistants are helping themselves... uh, To your conversations And not just when you wake them But all the time The minute the infernal thing is plugged in You know what I'm saying? Now, in Alexa's case, there is no way To totally delete the recordings it's making uh, of you (laughs) Not on the device, nor in the app That gives you access to the uh, security features Why? Well Amazon says voice recordings are used to improve the accuracy of your interactions with Alexa. Deleting voice recordings associated with your account may degrade your experience or our inability to harvest your data. Yeah, no. Yeah, well, according to Mr. Graham's article here, Amazon does offer two very minor voice commands to erase the audio by saying, Alexa, delete what I just said or delete everything I said today. But Amazon will still have transcripts from at least three months of your recordings unless you go in and manually get rid of them. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Continuing on here, once you do that, Amazon urges you to reconsider. Deleting your voice recordings may degrade your experience, actually our experience. Are you sure you want to proceed? Amazon gives you the option of automatic deletion, but only for every three months or 18 months. We don't keep data for data's sake, Amazon's senior vice president, Dave Limp, told USA Today. We're very convinced that by keeping this data, it improves the service materially. <laughs> well, it certainly improves their material. Um, Just who
0: the hell is monitoring this stuff? Are they like those uh, meatheads at Ring, the video doorbell cats? You know, those toeheads were caught uh, yucking it up over customers' video saved on their cloud, for Christ's sake. Well, as
1: it turns out, Amazon now owns Ring. So uh, you could be right there.
0: Great.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think you and I uh, talked a while back, it was a year or so ago, uh, about some technology that Google was playing around with that could uh, snoot the background sounds coming from an inquiry. For instance, when you say, hey, Google, and ask for something... This software was supposedly sifting through the background ambience to determine what was going on there Pick locators or certain sounds And then based on that information, compile ads to position for you based on your surroundings
0: Yeah, I remember you talking about that That's just fucking creepy, bro
1: Doesn't give me warm fuzzies Uh, Especially
0: if you're hanging out at Pinchy's All-Leather Emporium and Fetish Carnival
1: (laughs) Especially that So, Google has uh, another creepy zone as well Quoting the USA Today article Google Assistant goes beyond the home speaker line To be an integral part of the Android smartphone platform and uh, a feature on many devices from the Nest thermostat all the way to Lenovo Smart Displays and so forth, the recordings go way beyond just using the Hey Google wake word. Google manually tracks every search you make via your typewritten keyboard clicks, as well as every word uttered into many Google apps and even Google.com for voice commands. Continuing on here, so when we opened the Google Assistant app on the iPhone this week and said, we are told that Google only records you if you first use the wake word, then how to explain this, huh? Every word was recorded and stored. We played it back and listened and continued on the Google app on an Android Pixel phone and Google.com on an Apple MacBook Pro. The results didn't change. We were recorded every time. Google advises why it wants to record you, quoting. Gonna sound familiar, friends. The activity that you keep can improve your experience anywhere you use your Google account, the company says. What you search, read, and watch can work together to help you get things done faster discover new content, and pick up where you left off. It says the audio and voice tracking is, quote, opt-in only, but it uses strong persuasive wording to convince you to give it the okay, because otherwise your experience will be, quote, limited, according to Google.
0: Yeah, make mine limited. Make mine off.
1: Seriously. I don't think the experience is getting better for us. It is getting better for them, though. With all the additional info that they're uh, gathering about not only our personal preferences, but where you go, when you go, how many times you go, and with whom you went, and so forth. See,
0: this is how it works, man. They introduce a technological marvel, right? Make it real shiny so people can't live without it. And the whole time, you're quietly giving consent to be data scraped upside down and backwards.
1: A case could be made for that, man. I mean, sometimes I think things are created without that intention, but uh, lately, I don't know. Apple, too, is involved in this, uh, a little differently, of course, continuing on here from the USA Today article. Apple uses its alternative stance on privacy as a marketing tool. It doesn't urge you not to delete the recordings, like Amazon, In fact, it doesn't even automatically record your interactions with Siri. The company says you need to volunteer. Users can opt in to help Siri improve by learning from audio samples of their requests, Apple says. Unlike its rivals, Apple will make you work to volunteer. Within the general settings under Analytics and Improvements, Apple offers the ability to, quote, help improve Siri and dictation by allowing Apple to store and review audio of your Siri and dictation interactions by clicking the feature on. By default, it's turned off. By opting in, the users may be monitored. A small sample of audio from Siri requests may be reviewed by Apple employees to measure how well Siri was responding And to improve its reliability For example, did the user intend to wake Siri? Did Siri hear the request accurately? And did Siri respond appropriately to the request?
0: Yeah, sounds legit on the surface At least they make you opt in Rather than just taking the damn thing over completely And having the user figure out how to get the thing to stop
1: Not optimal Don't care for it myself and uh, won't have one of those things You know, I, I'll i tell you though I have been looking at those uh, video doorbell things
0: lately Well, you know, you actually could use one of those things I mean, working way down here in the basement I, I don't know how you even hear the door
1: And uh, case in point, I can't <laughs> Especially if, uh, if I'm in the booth here Forget about it So uh, something like that would be Great assistance So I've been researching them And uh, they all seem to have One annoying thing in common Except one company And I'll, uh, I'll get to that Most of these video doorbells Record doorway activity To the cloud For later retrieval
0: that they charge you for
1: That they charge you for, that's right And you know what, for a guy that never answers the door You sure know a lot about these gadgets
0: Yeah, well I do read
1: <laughs> Good on you. <ya. laughs> so uh, <clears throat> I looked into these things And uh, found that both of the major brands uh, Nest and Ring uh, Both owned by Amazon and Google, respectively there all have this cloud arrangement thing And you have to pay a monthly subscription fee to access your footage As we said Well, sir, I don't want to pay a dime to view footage And I also don't want to have it residing in some cloud somewhere Being remotely accessible to a host of voracious tech vermin Fair request Yeah, I think so So, uh, enter this company called Nelly Security Now, I don't really know a whole lot about them. They seem to be in this biz. They offer a lot of things like this. Uh, These folks have a doorbell configuration that employs a uh, mini SD card port that you can store the video as you wish and as much as your card will hold, which uh, these days can be uh, more than adequate to cover uh, average needs. It's also uh, motion-sensitive and uh, has a 3-megapixel camera that looks... Very good, Uh, especially when you uh, compare it with uh, the Ring and Nest models So uh, I may go in that direction
0: You still got that Wi-Fi connection though,
1: right? Well, yeah, and you kind of need that to uh, communicate with the person at the door (laughs) Or uh, see the video
0: So the security is only as good as your Wi-Fi
1: is True Uh, To me, though, as long as there is no semi-authorized data snooting going on Like cloud, quote, monitoring uh, I'm willing to cut the security risk thing a a bit of slack
0: there Yeah, I I still think it's better to just not answer the damn door But whatever works for you
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm just not ready to go full recluse Just yet
0: No time like the present, though
1: I'm close Okay I know Misery loves company and all, but... Uh...
0: Oh, I'm not miserable. Matter of fact, I'm downright content, bro. And I want to stay that way. So any sales creatures that come to the door will be met with silence. Or a shovel to the face if they're cocky.
1: Good to know. Remind me to call first if I plan to stop by. Will do. Good deal. Now, I do agree with you on the tech front, though. Uh, We are increasingly uh, given more and more opportunities to be monitored, disguised as a modern convenience. Uh, What did Noam Chomsky call it a hundred years ago? Manufacturing consent?
0: Was that that uh, dwarf in Game of Thrones? No,
1: no. Noam Chomsky, the uh, linguist, philosopher, and activist guy, wrote this book. Back in uh, 1988 called Manufacturing Consent In which he and his uh, co-author Edward Herman Posited
0: You know, there's that word again I think we should give it Oh, sure, why not? They posited
1: (laughs) Quoting That the mass communication media of the U.S., Are effective and powerful ideological institutions That carry out a system-supportive propaganda function By reliance on market forces, internalized assumptions, and self-censorship And without overt coercion
0: Oh, like Fox News
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, all of them really, though uh, th- that idea of objective reporting these days is becoming uh, virtually extinct from what I can see. Yeah. I mean, sometimes when I'm, uh, you know, watching a news segment, I wonder, is this an editorial? Because the anchor there just went off on a frustrated tirade for about eight minutes with no actual middle ground perspective at all. No opposing viewpoints. Uh, Seriously, I, uh, lately I find that the uh, BBC World Service uh, to be far more impartial when covering the U.S. news than anybody else Virtually no detectable agenda or uh, stacking the story in a particular way that I found
0: Yeah, they got their own shitstorm to deal with Oh,
1: you mean the Brexit thing?
0: Yeah, it seems about as divided politically over there as it is here
1: now Yeah, it's, uh, it's really all over the globe I mean, we do We have a, a bunch of crazy, hair-on-fire oligarchs Running key countries in this uh, present timeline And uh, it's really alarming in, in many ways
0: Seems to be contagious, too Kind of like a virus
1: Masterfully done, Mr. Keynes Bringing the whole thing back around like that Mm-hmm
0: Thank you Thank you very much That's why I get the big buck
1: Indeed you do but I think that one's getting away, though. And on that, uh, whatever it is you call that sound, we'll take our grass fed rhinovirus and its handy test kit, complete with thermometer and zircon encrusted tweezers, and squeeze sideways between the door frame. But not before thanking our contributors to this edition of Fusebox, Aaron Lane and Fernande Nende For making this A virtual clean room Of audio splendor Thanks to To the uh, disease-free Manipulations Of the uh, doctor of dials Himself over there Milk canes For technical assistance And so forth
0: Pleasure as always
1: And of course Where would we be Without you friends So thanks to uh, All that have braved The untamed frontier Of podcast hostilities To find us and uh, then to push play out of a deep fearlessness and zest for the unknown. If you have not otherwise done so, please subscribe to this humble audio offering and maybe even hit the little uh, like thingy or perhaps give us a 95-star rating. That would be so grand. Truly. I have been your skating in a Petri dish while whistling the theme to Sanford and Son, host... Mark Rose saying until our next cartoon.
0: Pew